0: This show has explicit language and probably has mature themes. John, will you place that lick? <laughs> Explanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. I watched a BBC documentary and read some articles about it, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. Hey, David. Hey, Dex. Well, it's good in the hood. Probably this topic. What are we learning? The Dolphin House Experiment.
1: Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, man. This is depressing. This, this is, is actually just awful, yeah, in my opinion. It is. The entire thing's pretty awful.
0: Right? It is. But uh, we're just going to tell the story of it, kind of mostly in order. But we'll start just by saying it was like a experiment attempting to teach dolphins to speak or to communicate with humans. Right. Because um, people have always wanted to talk to animals, and there was other scientific reasons, like astronomers were interested in it. Yeah, um, and we had reason
1: to believe that they were intelligent enough to do it and could produce language, just not ours. Yeah.
0: Um, so let's start with John Lilly. Lily was a scientist So L- wait
1: wait what year set the scene
0: Oh well the thing happened in like 63 to 64 okay. like a 6 month thing but and like a little bit longer but the John Lily story doesn't start with the dolphin house experiment Okay cuz we're going to give it him um, a little bit of context
1: Gotcha so this is our prelude
0: Yeah So John Lily he started it but he was a quote scientist visionary and maybe, above all, an explorer, an explorer of the brain and mind. That was Jeff Bridges. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: uh, in, uh, in the BBC documentary? Yep. I don't know. This guy sounds like a brain. Uh, not um, Jeff Bridges. Not
0: Jeff Bridges, yeah. yeah. Um, he worked in an aviation psych physiology lab, doing experiments and recording things on physiology and respiration when he started out. But then he got interested in animal and experiments there. And by the 1950s, he was a well-respected brain scientist working at the National Institute of Mental Health.
1: Yeah, see, I already kind of just don't like this guy. Like, this all conjures up, like, secretive Nim ass stuff for me. Um, Like, morally, science was really lax when it came to experimenting on animals back then. Like, it's still, we do things in the name of science that I wouldn't want done to me.
0: But He degraded, and also he degraded and then later grew as a person. Huh. So he was interested in the dolphins because of their brain size and the fact that they're so old compared to humans evolutionarily. Oh, okay. Like, they got bigger brains, and they've been around for like twenty million those, years. Yeah, they've had those, those big brains. They've bra-
1: had those big brains for a long-ass
0: time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he got involved in the Marine Studios in Florida, which was one of the first places that kept bottlenose dolphins. Okay. Yep. He started doing brain experiments Awful. on the dolphins and recording it. Uh, his wife was there, and in 1957, she noticed that the dolphins seemed to be mimicking their speech.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And uh, Lily became convinced that they were trying to speak to him or mimic mimic what he was saying. Hmm. And uh, he thought he could, he became convinced and wrote a book about it that he could communicate with the dolphins within 10 years.
1: You know, what's funny about that is like, of course, I imagine he had kind of a superior attitude about this. But if if you were correct, which I suppose he probably that would be a
0: big fucking deal. Yeah.
1: If you were correct, not only
0: would it be a big fucking deal, he
1: would be relying on the Dolphins superior communication abilities to bridge that gap. Like literally he would have done nothing to actually bridge that communication gap, it would have been all the dolphins. Yeah. The dolphins literally learned English while he sat around dicking around.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we're not quite there yet. He published the, his book, The Mind of the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, I've heard of that. And
0: uh, NASA and the astronomy community heard about it. Yep. For example, Frank Drake was also in the documentary. Um, he was the leader of a team of astronomers. Um, he read Lily's book and really liked it. He's, like, stoked about it.
1: Yeah. Can Just as a quick aside, a bunch of sci-fi authors from that era also read it, and there's tons of sci-fi authors who include, like, dolphins and communication okay, between yeah. dolphins and humans as, like, a prime, not a primary, but at least a secondary aspect.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's some quotes from him from the documentary. It was a very exciting book because of the idea that there could be creatures as intelligent and sophisticated in their thinking as humans, and yet living in a far different milieu. And we talked about Frank Drake in the Kardashev mm-hmm. uh, system, in the, in the Kardashev scale episode. Yeah. Um,
1: and this ties into that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, um Okay, so if they've had their brains for 25 million years, and they didn't develop any of the technology that we currently have... Doesn't that maybe indicate how rarely a species is under the exact right circumstances to develop a technological civilization?
0: Yeah, we talked about that too. Like if they, I think it requires a lot more than intelligence.
1: Yeah, exactly. You need you need to have civilization actually
0: improve your life. Yeah, dolphins can't build a civilization because it wouldn't benefit them at all. Right. Uh, so, at the same time, the space race was going full force. Right. Yep. NASA was like really heavily funded. And uh, Lily had heard of interest in his work from astronomers and pitched NASA for funding. So, NASA was the one that gave him many thousands of dollars. Okay. And he also got money from the US Navy. And yes, uh, yeah. so, he built this huge VIA on the island of St. Thomas in the Carib- Caribbean. Okay. Uh, he got three dolphins for the experiments, Peter, Pamela, and Sissy. And they were from, (laughs) yeah, that's right. Uh, they were from the Marine studio where he had worked earlier and they'd been used in the filming of the movie Flipper.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they're trained and they knew him.
0: Yep. Uh, Sissy was the biggest. She was like pushy loud and mostly ran the show apparently. Uh, Pam was really shy and fearful When it really come close And the people yeah. And Peter was an immature male He had less training and stuff Than okay. the two females So John Lilly also re- recruited Gregory Bateson Who was an anthropologist Who had been doing behavioral work With humans, otters, octopuses And other animals
1: Interesting, that sounds like It would be really fun
0: Yeah um, and they also got the island vet involved, and uh, there is this uh, young the one vet. island vet, the <laughs> island vet, yeah. Andy, <laughs> <laughs> Andy,
1: Andy, the one vet on St. Thomas, yeah. God bless your soul for going there and
0: living in paradise so that you can service the dogs of the wealthy, yep. Um, uh, and then there was Margaret Howe. And she was a 22-year-old and had been on St. Thomas in search of adventure. And her brother... What? Yeah, or something like that, that, that. But her brother was there, too. She's like, just, I'm
1: looking for a quest. You know what? I, I'm I'm an adventurer rolling through
0: this village here. Yeah. And do
1: you have any monsters I could slay well, or...
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, Is a dragon taking your that, gold? That was from the dock. Like... I Also, her brother, she talked to her brother later, but her brother told her about this weird secret dolphin experiment going on on the east side of the island. Not that secret, apparently. Yeah. So she decided to check it out. She just, like, drove down there. Okay. And uh, Bateson... What even
1: do you do when you get there? You're like, oh, yeah, I'm just, like, a member of the public. I'm
0: looking for an adventure. When she got there, she was like, hey, uh, I heard there's dolphins here, and uh, can I, like, help in any way? And Bateson, Gregory Bateson was like, yeah, well, yeah, nobody really comes over here, so you know what I'm going to do? Take this pad of paper and this pencil and just go watch the dolphins and uh, write down some observations. So she like just went and did it and gave her notes to Bateson, and he's like, these are pretty good, actually. I really like what you did here. Uh, feel free to come back whenever you want. We can't pay you, but... Come on oh back. wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: That's cool. Just like a citizen scientist.
0: Yeah. Um, Jeez, the... I
1: wish I could get involved with something like that. Like, somebody <laughs> would just sweet? like let me spend my free time doing like actual research, no and shit. I just don't get paid. Yeah. That my s- current skill level could accomplish, and that would cool be really
0: shit. fun and unique. Yeah. Uh, so John Lilly, the director of it. He was often traveling and gathering funds and publicizing the work. So eventually he put Margaret in charge of picking up the mimicry work. Okay. Because um, like he was doing the mimicry shit, and then Gregory was actually dr- trying to figure out how the dolphins communicate with each other.
1: Oh, okay. So they're running multiple observations simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Part of why it was able to get so much funding, no doubt.
0: Probably. Uh, so she was in charge of trying to get that shit figured out. She started working with Peter specifically because he didn't have any training in mimicking human sounds, and the two the two females already had. Okay. Um, so I guess she just kind of like wanted a fresh, fresh right. start.
1: That that kind of makes sense. She just wanted the even though it's a case study and not a real ex- scientific experiment, she wanted a. Um, uh, A less contaminated sample.
0: Yeah. Uh, So her first goal was to get him to listen while she spoke. Okay. And then he would, like, make his vocalizations, and she would intentionally wait and listen for him so that they could have, like, that. Back and forth. Back and forth. And she would just, like, repeat the same thing over and over, like, one, two, three. And then he'd be like... (laughs) Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he got like better at it, but there wasn't like there wasn't like the sound. There was just like mostly the tone. Okay. Like, yeah. and he would do. Well, like, right. Their
1: vocalization process is so different than ours. They have the blowhole. That's the best hole. you could hope for.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and she was like working on it, and trying, and he would like come up with different ways to like tilt his head so it was mostly underwater to make specific noises. Whoa. It sounds like he did better than did when i say stuff like that Uh, because really it's not like you could hear it and like on recording and be like yeah he just said one two three well no of course not. but yeah but But still
1: it also you know it kind of reminds me of robert h heinlein's um starship troopers okay so in that they have these neo-dogs and they, they're given the ability, the intelligence, like they're like genetically modified. And so they can mimic human speech, but only their handlers can really understand them because they don't have human vocal cords. And so they can't, even though they're speaking quote unquote English, okay. it doesn't sound anything like any human language. And most people think it sounds like gibberish.
0: Yeah. That would be what they would be doing. I don't know, but it's not they were just trying to mimic it. Yeah. They did, um, yeah,
1: there's no evidence that they understood the deeper meaning.
0: Yeah, but eventually, like the, they were like making progress, but the work stalled out, and that's when Margaret had an idea and pitched it to Lily. Um, she's like, "Hey, every day, we just like close up the garage and leave for the day, but how about we flood the entire upper level with water too?" And I live up there with Peter. And so they, like, plastered the entire upper w- upper level and flooded it. It didn't work a couple times, so it was, like, a process to get it to work. But uh, they eventually set her up with an apartment with, like, knee-deep water in it that even had, like, a balcony. That couldn't the- have
1: been safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. the
1: building couldn't have been well, built it was, to hold that much water on the second story. It was like a stone. Story. It's like...
0: It's like a castle, basically. Oh, weird. Okay. But it's like... I don't know. It's kind of small for a castle, but... it was it's like, stone. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so she now just she's, like, living her she's, li- <laughs> she's living in an apartment with a dolphin. She's living in an apartment with a dolphin, Peter. Because John Lilly was like, fuck yeah. Um, they also had a big old dolphin elevator to get the dolphins uh, okay. upstairs and downstairs. She had like a desk hanging from the ceiling. She had a telephone, a uh, stove and she slept on a foam bed and was there, like, basically all the time. Okay. Like, hardly ever left. I guess
1: that's an adventure.
0: Yeah. Um, But eventually, like, the Batesons downstairs got kind of sick of the shit that was going on upstairs and were just, like, kind of like, yeah, what's going on upstairs is kind of bullshit. And basically, the astronomy community, like, People like Carl Sagan were also starting to see that like there wasn't really any good progress, any merit, any merit to it. Um, yeah, it's really it just
1: starts to sound like crockery. Like this is not how you conduct meritorious studies.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and meanwhile, John Lilly starts getting really into LSD. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that,
1: that really makes
0: sense. Yeah. He became obsessed with how brains react to LSD and was experimenting on himself. And pretty yeah, much experimenting. Yeah, experimenting. Taking LSD. God he damn pretty it. much just the turned The number into... the number of people who use that word to describe
1: that. Yeah. You're indulging in a recreational mind-altering substance. Yeah, just take it like, as it is. Just call it what it is. Yeah. It's like when people try to I mean,
0: like I've done I've done acid and I liked it. But, like, I didn't say I was doing experiments.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, But he also did have training in mind stuff. But he became a full-blown fucking hippie. Yeah, all right. And around the same time that Lily was getting into acid, uh, (laughs) Peter was getting really, really horny and (laughs) not paying attention to Margaret's lessons.
1: Okay, so now we have a lead researcher... Who's He's on, acid high on all acid the, time. All the time? He's basically be just just become a hippie funded by NASA. And the and dolphin's the always
0: trying to fuck Margaret's uh, legs and hands and just that, that would be really disconcerting. Well, here's a quote from her about that. He would, r- <laughs> I would allow that. It wasn't uncomfortable with. I wasn't uncomfortable with that as long as it wasn't rough. <laughs> Ooh, all right. <laughs> yep. Um, adventure. I yeah. guess she is an adventurous spirit. Yep. Eventually, when he humped her, too, I bet you too she much, did
1: not. She did not anticipate that when she went down to St. Thomas, that the adventure she would find would be getting humped, getting by, a humped by a dolphin. Yeah. Every day, her <laughs> roommate dolphin, no less. Yep.
0: And eventually, she started just being like, "Okay, Peter, that's enough for the day." And she'd put him on the elevator and let him hang out with the females downstairs for a while but then that became like too much like other shit going on for like the lessons to be happening and so you know what she did she started giving peter handjobs yeah 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 um, that's
1: how i got introduced to this story actually yeah, hustler. Hustler ended who... up
0: doing an article about it, and became really big. Didn't read that. That's
1: not how I got. It. I oh. think you told me about this first. Okay,
0: um, that's not how I found out about it. But that's how it became like a big deal. a big thing. Okay,
1: a popular phenomenon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and at this point, you're like, this isn't even remotely scientific anymore. Yeah. This is a woman giving hand jobs to a dolphin so that she can quote unquote get its attention better like that's ridiculous she's just jerking off a horny teenager she
0: said it was just easier to incorporate that and to let it happen and here's another quote it was very precious it was very gentle it was sexual on peter's part it wasn't sexual on mine sensual perhaps (laughs) it would just become part of what was going on Let's just get rid of that, scratch it, and then we're done. Move on. And that's really all it was. I was there to get to know Peter, but that was part of Peter. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah I, she, I don't know. I Just looking at her eyes, how like, to, how convinced she is when she talks is, like... I don't know how, kind of how to lady.
1: take this exactly. Because, like, on a certain level, yeah, like, that moral system doesn't govern animals like that's something that we've created because it it fits into civilization like we need that moral system that rigidity otherwise our civilization kind of falls apart and a lot of its rules
0: become meaningless
1: but that doesn't really apply to animals the same way and so i don't Mm. really know how to feel about this but also
0: they're so smart that like peter could be actually fallen in love with Margaret. oh
1: certainly and there are examples of there are examples for instance there was a female chimpanzee who was raised in a human household and mm-hmm. she began masturbating to playgirl
0: oh yeah interesting she
1: liked naked men huh so yeah it's certainly possible and obviously dogs don't hump you because they're not attracted to you at all i guess yeah like you know obviously it's a dog's version of attraction but they're feeling something if they're just like getting it on with you
0: yep yeah, obviously. Because there's poles and walls that they could do that to <laughs> <laughs> Um So fund funding was starting to get really shaky because everybody <laughs> <laughs> realized that this yeah, was just this like
1: was... <laughs> a weird jack off the house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh but Lily was way into there's LSD. is the real animal
1: house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Lily being way into LSD was like Maybe if I took some LSD and the Dolphins took some LSD, we can, like, be better at communicating. Oh, man. This is
1: where that actually just becomes abusive, straight abusive. And
0: Margaret's like, "Yeah, fuck that. You're not going to do that to Peter. Good for her. Yeah. And um, so he's like... That helps her credibility with me. Yeah. Um, But the Batesons didn't want him to be doing that either, but he still did it with the Dolphins that they were mostly working with. Um, The two females. The two females. Sissy and Pam. Um, he injected them with 200 micrograms, which for humans is a pretty fucking good trip. Like, okay. heavy, a pretty heavy and vibrant trip. Do um, not- you have
1: an example of, like, how much a hit typically is?
0: No, but I was looking at it, and, like, like 100 is a, like, soft hit, like okay. a soft trip. Uh, 200 is, like... Uh, you're fucking tripping, but it's like not overboard for humans. And you
1: said he gave them how much? Two
0: hundred micrograms. Did you? Two um, hundred. Did you yeah. see it all? Like, but like fifteen hundred is like where people like have hardly ever done that. Okay. You can like basically die at fifteen hundred.
1: Yeah, I've heard stories. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think we've all heard stories um, yeah. of people who have done an enormous amount. I heard a story about a guy who ate most of a Bible after getting pulled over by a cop. Oh my God. Um. I also heard a story about a kid who, um, joined like a commune out in the forest. And then like, after doing a bunch of acid and then, um, like six months later, just like woke up one morning and was like, where the fuck am I? What's Holy going shit. on? Like, what are we
0: doing here? Damn. Uh, but yeah, actually after injecting him with the acid, nothing happened. Nothing noticeable. And Lily was like fucking desperate s- to get a response. So he goes out, gets a fucking jackhammer, and starts jackhammering like right near the side of the tank. What? Yeah. Like what dolphins. Yeah, what a motherfucker.
1: That could seriously damage their hearing. Yeah. Not, They're like I extremely mean, not sensitive. Of the pain.
0: they pain. Yeah. No shit. Um, what a psycho. So, it, but still, it didn't provoke a reaction. And so he just, like, got even more mad about it. And Gregory Bateson was fucking appalled and got the fuck out of there with his family. Um, And the dolphin house, like, really soon had to close. And Lily had to move the dolphins to the mainland. Um, Here's a quote from Margaret. He wasn't mine. I couldn't keep him. We couldn't elope and run off into the sea and disappear and hide. You just couldn't do that. It's a very expensive business having a dolphin. If it had been a cat or a dog, I could have made a deal and kept him. But uh, how do you do that? <laughs> wow, it honestly yeah. sounds like
1: maybe she had a real emotional I attachment. I think she did. Yeah,
0: it sounds like she was actually somewhat in love. Honestly. Yeah, it kind of
1: does, doesn't it? Like yeah. maybe like a platonic love. Yeah, not necessarily romantic, but like she was just so both physically and emotionally intimate with yeah. that animal that, yeah. And you know how intelligent it is. Like you yeah. can see it attempting to communicate with you, even if it can't actually breach that communication yeah. barrier, just witness, like you can't oh, either. You oh, know yeah. how intelligent and the human Based on its body
0: are. language alone, like she would, she would like, uh, one of her stories was when she was like, one, two, three, he would like try like three times. And then he'd be like, bitch, I already tried that four times. And he would just like, get away. He's like, no, I'm sick of that one. Like, can we just move on? We're not. Yeah, he would get like, frustrated, basically. Yeah, like get, no,
1: no information was actually being communicated. Yeah, and so it's clear that he had an intention there. Like yeah, if he got frustrated with her repetition, that means that he had a clear intention.
0: Yeah, um, that was
1: being frustrated by the lack of communication. That's actually really indicative of at least a portion of the Dolphins' capabilities, like, in his mindset.
0: I think you're right, yeah. Um, So she spent her last day with Peter. Said she spent it really misty-eyed because she knew that Peter was leaving, but he didn't know that it was the end of that. Yeah, of course not, yeah. Um, Nor would you really want him to. No. Margaret and Andy, they were told, Andy the vet. (laughs) (laughs) Andy,
1: St. Thomas's only vet.
0: Uh, He was on the dock, too, and... uh, he was pretty cool, cool dude, actually. But Margaret and Andy were told that they were going somewhere where they could be really happy. But this is where it gets like fucking horrible. Yeah, I um, know how this story ends. So they were moved, in, actually moved to a building outside Miami, Miami, with no natural light and tiny cramped tanks. Jesus. Yeah, and it was also really fucking stinky, because dolphins shit like and piss. Like three to five times more than humans, apparently. They're huge. They're huge. And the water was chlorinated and didn't have adequate circulation. Oh, God. Or somebody, like the guy who went there said it smelled like chlorine. Um,
1: If you can smell the chlorine, that's way too much fucking chlorine. That's like a swimming pool of chlorine. That's disgusting to keep those poor animals in.
0: Absolutely. You know how your eyes burn
1: in chlorine? It's because it's fucking corrosive.
0: Yep within a couple weeks peter killed himself yep yep uh yeah, self-induced asphyxiation so like dolphins they have to think consciously to take a breath right it's not like a natural just not like a- us automatic thing so like that we, we can do. go either way if i say
1: yeah. right now we're both breathing consciously that just happens. Now we are both breathing yeah. consciously. Um, but for the rest of the time,
0: we actually just breathe subconsciously. Same with blinking. You don't, you just blink until you think about blinking and then... And
1: then you, you blink consciously. Yeah. And, and dolphins, that makes sense because they sleep underwater. So like they can't risk falling asleep and taking a breath underwater. Yeah. Though mostly they sleep in like really tiny increments and in with part of their brain. Yep. At once.
0: So yeah. In the end, that experiment was a failure and Peter killed himself.
1: I would. I mean, it is an experiment. It's just not a scientific one. Yeah, there is a difference. A lot of people Mm -hmm. don't make that distinction. There's a massive difference between an experiment and a scientific experiment. And just because you call something an experiment doesn't mean it has any merit.
0: Absolutely. Uh, But you might just be an amoral prick. Right. Uh, John Lilly, he kept doing dolphin research and hippie shit, though. Uh, he tried to reach him telepathically Jesus Christ. and he tried to reach him by playing notes with a synthesizer. Um, yeah.
1: And a bunch of, a bunch of people were into telepathy in that day yeah. and age. And like, unfortunately, a lot of people with a large scientific literacy were into telepathy. Exactly, And there's just literally nothing in biology or physics <laughs> to support the idea that somehow we're able to manipulate the physical universe simply by thinking it.
0: hmm. Yeah, like, uh, what's that million dollar, what's that million dollar uh, James Randi thing? I don't know. Oh. Well, there's just like a million dollar prize, that magician James Randi. Oh, oh, certainly, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Done. Yeah, yeah. If you can ever actually demonstrate under scientifically rigorous circumstances that you have any psychic capacity whatsoever, you just... will instantly get a million dollars. Yep. Yep. And no one has ever showed up to claim that prize. No, because no, no, all no, of them No
0: no no. Tons of people have showed up to claim it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, um okay, but okay. he he's just like debunked every single one. Oh cool. Okay. He's a magician, he's like Houdini. Um,
1: gotcha. I didn't realize people actually had the balls to try and trick tons
0: them. of people. Like, it makes like sense. It's a, a guy, dollars. like, a, for example, and you can like, trick
1: the public. You figure, yeah.
0: Got for example, a guy like would like wave his hands over a book and turn the page, and then James Randi goes down there and pours some flour in front of the book, so that when he blows, when he blows on the page, the flour goes away. Okay. And you can see how he does it, or like basically makes sure it's actually a double blind study for a for like a telepathy thing yeah or yeah exactly like that.
1: The, the, and the problem with most of these people who I, not all of them are bad but a lot of them just like take advantage of people who are in a um either a severe or like compromised emotional state and i think most of the time how they get away with it isn't because they're actually super convincing it's because their audience wants it to be true they want so bad for it to be true and so they don't actually question it too much
0: exactly um but yeah lily became kind of a cult figure and like a guru jesus and he became that's when he became homies with high profile celebrities like jeff bridges Um, Jeff. Yeah. But actually eventually Lily got older and started thinking about how fucked up it was, what he'd done with such an intelligent species, such, such as dolphins, um, started to get like more like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. He realized
1: like, he became obsessed with a notion at the expense of the individuals he was actually using yeah. to try and prove it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so he ended up releasing his dolphins into the wild and campaigning against holding dolphins captive.
1: I, Oh, man. Yeah. I don't think releasing them in the wild did anything. Like, right. without a pod that they grew up in, without a community. Yeah. They can't speak the language of any other dolphins. Like, people think it's oh, so easy yeah. for animals to survive in the wild. No, they have the skills. Like, the wild is the wild. Try going out there and surviving. It's fucking <laughs> rough out there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And every animal has, sur- like, Especially has survived. Especially when as smart
0: as dolphins, where yeah. it's all just, like, learning, basically. It's learning, yeah. They,
1: they they survive off of very little innate instinct. They 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 survive because their pod teaches them how to, they have a language because their pod teaches them their language. They have a name because their pod gives them a name. Yeah. Those dolphins had nothing. Yep. It was like releasing three kids out into the wilderness and being like, you're free now. I did the right thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, free Willy died shortly after being released. Oh, did he? Yep. Yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't make it. He had no, he had no one out there.
0: Also, he had that curved, that curved fan. Yeah. That probably wasn't helpful. But with
1: a pod to help you, you can, you could, it's intelligent enough because, uh, killer whales, by the way, are dolphins. They're not. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're just the largest dolphin species. Um, and so it's well, it's intelligent enough to learn how to mitigate a disability if it had the help of others to do so. Yeah.
0: Um, here's a quote from John Lilly. I had no right to confine them, to imprison them, to work on them. My only right would be to work with them in their natural habitat, in their natural state. And apparently he ended up having a positive impact for the conservation of dolphins and marine life. Okay. Um, and Margaret married the photographer who took pictures of her and Peter, and they ended up living in the dolphin house for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> really interesting. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> they raised three girls there. Wow. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah. So so getting back to Lily for a second, I think the most important thing you can do, even if it doesn't earn you total forgiveness, uh, because I don't think that I'm going to use the word sins here just because of the gravity that the Mm -hmm. word carries, not the Christian connotation. Sure. Um, but like when you feel repentant for sins, like past crimes committed that you didn't realize were crimes at the time, or now that you're of a more sound mind, you can view them with a correct perspective even if it doesn't earn you total forgiveness for having done those, I think the most you important try. thing you could do with your life is atonement. Yeah. Uh, because even if you have done bad things, that doesn't prevent you from doing good things. Now, that doesn't erase the bad things, but at the end of the day, the bad things don't erase the good things either.
0: Right? Yeah. I totally think you should totally try. Yep. Like, realize what you've done wrong and try to move past it. Instead of letting, letting that own you or control you. Yeah.
1: You can change, even if you feel guilty for your past crimes.
0: Yeah, like John Lilly. Yeah. The motherfucker he was while he was there, he ended up being a good dude.
1: Yeah. I don't forgive him, but he apparently did a bunch of really good things. Yeah. You know what? And if he helped more dolphins than he hurt, that's good.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's it. Uh, That's all I got about the Dolphinarium, the Dolphin House experiment.
1: Cool. Yeah. I kind of knew that story, but I learned a lot this episode.
0: Cool. Um, so that's it for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. Art and logo by Monet Moran. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash dexplanations or leave a review on iTunes. We actually got four new reviews on iTunes. So thanks to Brendan, JJJ, Tanner J. Thompson, Elude, Nived, something like that. Uh, that was a great, great, great one. They uh ended the review the same way I end the show. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, with O and as for you, um, and (laughs) I also want to thank the Snafu podcast for the review on iTunes. And I checked out that podcast, and it's probably my favorite true true crime podcast I've heard. What is it called? Snafu, S N A F U apostrophe D. Snap food. Oh,
1: Snaffood. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: The Snafu podcast. Uh, really, they do like incredible research in detail.
1: Interesting. And it's okay. like
0: actually pretty good conversation. It's uh, definitely recommendable if you're into true crime. Right on. Uh, likely, we got a bunch of things wrong. If you want to tell me about it or just want to bullshit, hit me up at DexplanationsPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet me at Dexplanations. Comment on the Instagram or the Facebook or. Anywhere else you can find me. Yeah, we have people other than Dexter running those things now, so they're getting really good. (laughs) Yeah, they're getting much better. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. Oh, and as for you, you're a true connoisseur. Bye now. John, who plays that lick? Oh, hey there. Wait, no whoa thanks john (laughs) (laughs) oh hey there uh, oh hey there i heard
1: you play that lick thanks (laughs) (laughs) get off script buddy you you know all this intro